Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. It's Micaela. I'm so excited that you're hanging out with me again. So I just want to talk about something that I think is so important. As mujeres, we wear so many hats. Some of us are moms. Some of us have really crazy, hectic jobs. Some of us, you know, are full-time students, full-time employees, business owners. We juggle it all. We wear all the different hats. And so we are used to putting other people before ourselves, which is a noble thing to do. But what I've learned is that sometimes we are on autopilot. Sometimes we're going through the motions and we don't stop to ask what do I want? What do I need? And so for me personally, you know, being raised by my dad, I was taught that I had value when I served someone else. I was taught that my value was in serving others. And don't get it wrong. I mean, serving others is amazing. Some people are gifted with the gift of serving others. I'm one of those people. That's why I love to mentor women and help women because one of my gifts is serving. However, if you wrap your identity up in who you're taking care of, then that's where the problem is, right? And so I just want to talk about something really quick today. I want to ask you a question. Have you really learned how to love yourself? Have you really learned how to love the woman that you are? Or are you just kind of going through the motions in life? Are you just kind of taking care of everybody else and then there's nothing left for you? I've been there when my kids were little and my husband was working crazy hours. I really just always put my kids before myself because I thought, well, this is how I find my value. And of course, you're supposed to put your kids first. But if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not putting your needs, you know, as a priority, then 
girl, it's going to be really hard to focus and it's going to be really hard to really live a life that's peaceful, that's joyful. And so, you know, I get it, right? As moms, we want our kids to be happy and have the best of everything. But for some reason, we tend to like always worry about the kids. And so if you're a mom, you're probably listening and you're like, yeah, I feel like that. And it gets exhausting, right? So the thing is that when you're not really loving yourself, that part of you really flows out into every other area of your life, whether that's work, whether that's your family, your relationship with your boyfriend or spouse. And so we really need to start to get serious about loving ourselves. How do you love yourself? See, we've been conditioned to think that if you put your needs first, you're selfish. You're a bad person. We've been conditioned to think that, oh, you know, you can't do that because who's going to take care of the kids, you know? And so guess what? We're women. We are freaking superheroes. We have superpowers. We've been created to be able to do more than one thing, right? We are able to give life to humans. And so it is so powerful when you really think about the way that we've been created. So I want to talk about you learning to love yourself. Okay. Part of loving yourself is saying, I don't know your name, but you know, let's just pretend Claudia, uh, I'll use my name, Micaela. Michelle, Jackie, Sylvia, Sonia, what do I need? That's part of loving yourself is asking yourself and being honest. What do I need? What do I want for my life? And what don't I want for my life? Because if you are constantly on autopilot, guess what? You're not going to be able to answer the hard question of what do you want? And you might be like, well, that's not a hard question. That's an easy question. Yeah, you know what? It should be an easy question. But when you've lived a life of, like myself, always serving others and serving others and serving others, and you're just going, you're just going on autopilot, and you don't even stop to think, what do I need? You don't voice your opinion, you know, in a kind way, obviously. You don't say, hey, I need 30 minutes just to be by myself. This is part of loving yourself because you also have needs, right? You're not a machine. You're not a robot. If you're working 40 hours a week and then you're going to school, maybe you're going to school online or you're going to school, you know, at a building and maybe you have a side hustle, a side gig that you do, whatever the case is. And then you're a mom or maybe you're taking care of other family members, whatever it is. But you're constantly just going, 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 and you don't even stop to think about what you need. Guess what, girl? That is not loving yourself. So it's time that you start to love yourself, right? Part of loving yourself is voicing what you need, what you want, and what you don't want. And part of loving yourself is having boundaries. We talked about boundaries a few weeks ago, right? Boundaries are so important. If you do not have boundaries, it's going to be really hard for you to pursue the things on your heart. So another question that I have for you is, are you having destructive thoughts? 
Are you having thoughts that are really not serving you? Are you having thoughts that are just so damaging to you emotionally and mentally? And you know what I mean. Maybe maybe you're listening and you're you're having suicidal thoughts. Like let's just get real. Because I've been there, okay? I've been there. I used to be suicidal. I was really depressed. I know what it's like to live in in a season of isolation and darkness. I get it. If you are having destructive thoughts, I'm going to tell you right now because I love you, girl. You have to find a therapist who you can talk to. For some of us, we grew up being told that therapy was for crazy people. Eso es para la gente loca, right? But let me just tell you something. Part of loving yourself is giving yourself the permission to say, I'm not okay right now and I need extra help. And that's totally fine. Now, if you're having destructive thoughts that are because you keep replaying toxic thoughts, if you're part of the Fearless Mujer Facebook community, Facebook group, and you happen to watch the Cafecito chat today, I was talking about toxic thoughts. I was talking about how when you're having those toxic thoughts, you're actually being toxic to yourself. But when you have toxic thoughts, for example, you're a failure, you're always messing everything up, you're fat, you're ugly, you're so stupid, you're not going to be able to do that. I could keep going because I've been there. Why are you even going to try that? You're you're not going to make it. Everyone's just going to laugh at you when you fail. Everyone's going to talk about you. When you're saying things like that to yourself, you really need to think back and think, where did I hear this? When did I start talking to myself like that? Because more than likely, you are repeating words that somebody else spoke over you. And so it's time that you stop, that you choose to speak words of life over yourself. What do I mean by words of life? Is telling yourself, hey girl, hey Claudia, right? Look at yourself in the mirror. Hey girl, hey Susie, hey Sonia. It's going to be weird if you haven't done it. <laughs> I promise it's not crazy, but you look at yourself and you say, man, you're beautiful. Girl, you are so smart. Did you see how you closed that client yesterday? Girl, that's awesome. Man, yeah, you've gained a little weight, but you know what? You are still beautiful. Look at how far you've come. Do you see when I say that to you, how that sounds? Now say it to yourself and and feel how it feels. And now this is going to feel weird if you never received words of affirmation. If you've never received words of affirmation, then telling yourself these things is going to feel like seriously freaking weird, like foreign, like what is going on? This is like another language. But girl, when you do that, you're literally speaking life into yourself. And now I would tell you to use Bible verses because that's what's helped me, you know, or inspirational quotes, but learn how to speak life into yourself. That is also part of loving yourself. So you have to know that you matter and you're important. A lot of times for those of us, I say us because I've been there, who have experienced trauma and abuse, we just start to feel like we're nothing, like we're worthless, like we're garbage. 
But that's not true. And so I want you to start practicing this. That's why I talk so much about rewriting the lies, because there's so many women that don't even realize they're believing lies about themselves. They don't even know that they're operating in the lies that they're carrying around, those invisible labels that other people have placed on them. And so when you begin to remove the lies and you expose the lies that you have been believing about yourself. You begin to see yourself as a totally different woman. You begin to walk as a new woman. You begin to walk in a new confidence. And it's not until you start to expose the lies that you've been believing about yourself that you really truly begin to walk in freedom and boldness to pursue your dreams and be the woman that you've been created to be. Because girl, it doesn't matter what has happened to you. It doesn't matter who sexually abused you. It doesn't matter who abused you. It doesn't matter who rejected you or left you. God still has a purpose for you. And even if you've made mistakes, because girl, let me just tell you something. I'm a woman of faith and I've made some really freaking bad mistakes. But look, God still loves you and God will still use you. And let me just tell you something. I don't know who needs to hear this, but to the woman who has been betrayed, maybe somebody you love dearly betrayed you. Maybe it's your boyfriend, your husband, your father, your mother. Maybe someone really betrayed you and they hurt you. And you feel like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like garbage. I feel worthless. I feel like man, I just can't get my life together because everybody keeps disappointing me. Let me just tell you something, okay? I'm going to tell you a quick story. The past three years, I have not been able to talk about this because it is something so hard, so devastating that happened to me. But I am starting to see the bigger picture of what God has been doing. You know what? I am celebrating it. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy to say something devastating happened to me and now I'm celebrating it. What is wrong with me? I'm crazy, right? No, let me tell you something. This is really, really hard to believe. This is really hard to even accept. But sometimes when crazy things happen to us, it's not happening to you, girl. It's happening for you, right? Because here's the thing. You can choose to be a victim or you can choose to have courage and be the hero of your story. I talk a lot about like rewriting the lies, rewriting your story because you don't have to accept what happened to you in the past. You can choose to say like, yeah, that was part of my life, but guess what? I'm going to create something new now. Okay. I'm going to share something really quick with you. And I shared a little bit today, if you were in the Facebook group, uh, by the way, if you want to learn more about that, go to fearlessmohead.com forward slash, uh, actually click on community. Okay. Um, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fearless mohead. This will be in the show notes, but come be part of the fearless mohead private community. It's a place where women are being inspired and empowered and really growing and flourishing. But I shared today a little bit about something that happened to me. Okay. I am a survivor of sexual abuse. When I was 15 years old, um, for those of you that don't know, I grew up with my dad. My parents got divorced when I was little. I went to live with my dad for a couple of years. And then I went to live with my mom. Like every divorced kid, you want to be with both parents, but you can't, right? Because they're not together. So then I went back with my dad. And 
we I always had uncles around me. I always had I was always around a bunch of guys, to be honest with you. Um, I'm that kind of girl that just has always naturally gotten along better with guys because, you know, I grew up with guys, so I don't feel weird. So we I had an uncle. He was my dad's uncle that lived with us. Somehow he was related to us. You guys know uh, in a Mexican family or Latino family, everybody's your uncle and your primo, right? But he lived with us. And, you know, I'll just share briefly. He molested me. Um, It started with uh, words, things that he would say to me. And he was kind of grooming me. And then, you know, he molested me. He came into my room. He molested me. I was in shock, you guys. I was in freaking shock. Like, what the heck just happened? And I told my dad. My dad confronted him. Of course, this guy lied. And long story short, my father still had him living in our in our home. And on my 16th birthday, you guys, I came home and this guy is sitting at the table eating pozole or sopa or caldo de res. I don't know what he was eating. And I was just so crushed, you guys. So what did I do on my 16th birthday? I left with my friends from the neighborhood, from the hood, and I got, I went and got high. I went and smoked weed with them and went cruising around the neighborhood. You know, what else was I going to do at 16 to numb the pain, right? So it was just crazy, you guys. I had to see this guy at parties. I had to see him all the time staring at me from across the room. It was just so freaking messed up. You know, and as time passed by, I kind of just blocked it out. I didn't really heal. No one took me to therapy. I actually had depression when I was younger and I would cry a lot at night. And my dad would be like, but this is vieja, callate, you know? And look, I'm not trying to talk smack about my dad. This is my story. This is my truth. If you are a family member who's listening right now and you're not really liking what I'm saying, well, I'm sorry, you don't have to listen, but this is my truth, okay? So, um, yeah, so this this guy, I had to keep seeing him, and my dad was still hanging out with him, like if they were best friends, going to help him at his job, and hanging out with him, okay? Going to the flea market with him. So, I remember telling my dad, like, pa, ¿por qué todavía lo tiene viviendo aquí? Like, why do you still have him living here? And he would tell me, like, what do you want me to do? He helps me pay the rent. Okay. So I never forgot that. Okay. But I I guess I just kind of blocked it out. Now, there was other incidents that happened with uh, verbal things with uncles. And I was told to just forgive them because they were drunk or high. Three years ago, my little girl, who was little, she was eight told me that an uncle was doing inappropriate stuff to her. And guys, it didn't just happen once. She said it happened as long as she could remember. And the only reason I'm sharing this is because I really believe that, you know, somebody out there needs to hear this. Okay. So what happened is that I told my dad and I told him I was going to go to the police. And he just said, no, mija, no hagas eso porque van a poner a mi hermano en el bote. They're going to put him in jail. And I just, in that moment, was like, I can't do this. I can't teach my daughter 
that it's okay, that what happened to her is okay, that it's not a big deal. I can't teach my daughter that she has no voice. I can't live my life taking her to family parties and she has to see this guy there. How do I live with myself? You know, and me being a woman of faith, girl, let me just tell you, I am from the hood and it took me a lot to not go do something unthinkable to this person. But I put it in God's hands. I'm like, all right, God, you know what? Thank you that she told me, that she told me what was happening. And so, you know, we went to the police. Long story short, my father does not talk to me. My father was at court with this family member and he was there with him. So, This is a very short version of the story, but I was devastated when my dad wasn't in my life anymore. And as I began to heal, I began to understand that I kept trying to please my dad, that I kept trying to make choices based on who I thought my dad wanted me to be. And when he wasn't around anymore, I wasn't running to him for validation. I wasn't running to him. Uh... Like, what do you think about this? Should I do this? And let me just tell you, he's the main person that criticized me so much. That's why I had so many, like, insecurities, so much, like, fear that I'm going to fail because of all the criticism that I received. And it wasn't until he was gone that I was really able to see who God was creating me to be, who he had made me to be. And that's when I found the freedom, you guys, to really be like... I don't even have to worry no more about what anybody thinks. Like the main person that I loved with all my heart because he raised me is gone. And guys, I could talk about it now because I've been going to therapy, right? I'm seeing the bigger picture. There would be no fearless mujer. There would be no, you guys know I had another podcast before. There would have been none of the other podcasts, right? The Coffee Jeans and Jesus. There would be no mentoring women, no, none of that. And it was all for a bigger purpose. Now, of course, I miss my dad, you guys. He raised me. But if I have to compromise who I am, if I have to compromise my family, if I have to compromise my dreams to keep someone in my life who's toxic in the first place, it's just not worth it. So I share that story with you to say this. That when things look so freaking bad and they hurt like crazy, I get it. There is a bigger purpose. And if you are someone who has gone through sexual abuse, um, maybe you're a mom whose child has experienced this and you're like, man, I don't know what to do. I would love to chat with you. I'm here to chat. I'm here to hear from you because I've been there and I get it. And I think that no one truly understands what it's like when your child tells you that something like that has been happening to them. So if that's part of your story, please seek therapy. Take your kid to therapy. I took my daughter to therapy. Um, You know, she still has triggers, but I just am so grateful that she is a normal kid. And I mean, she struggles, she has her struggles, but I know that there is such a bigger purpose for her. And so with that being said, part of loving yourself is learning to stop thinking about the past. 
stop thinking about like what you should have done. Like maybe you've made mistakes. I've made mistakes, girl. I got baby daddies. <laughs> um, I've made mistakes, right? We've I've messed up. Welcome to the club, right? It doesn't define you. So don't think about the past. Like, have you ever heard the people that are like, oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. What what do you gain by thinking that you shouldn't have done this and you should have done that and then you're stuck living in the past? Let me let me honestly, what do you gain from thinking that? Nothing. It leaves you stuck. It doesn't help you to move forward. Right? If you have a big dream on your heart but you're still thinking about, man, I should have done this. It actually makes you feel like, well, I can't do that big thing on my heart. I can't chase that big dream on my heart because I've already messed up so bad and I should have done things different. And you know what? You could just go down a rabbit hole, kind of like when you're on YouTube and you just start looking at, I don't know, you're maybe researching some kind of historical thing like the art of war. I don't know. Maybe you're researching something about self-sabotage and then somehow you end up reading or watching a video about aliens Okay, that's probably a really crazy analogy that I've just given you, but that's what happens when you are thinking about the past. You just go down a rabbit hole. Okay? I shared a story with you, right? I want to tell you to those of you who have experienced trauma and tragedy and devastation, let me just tell you that I love you. I send you a virtual hug over this microphone. Girl, you got to be the hero of your story. You have to have the courage and the grit and the tenacity to say, I am not going to let this hold me back. This may look like a setback right now, but man, I'm going to fight my way through it, okay? Guys, I'm here because I'm a fighter, okay? I was suicidal. I should not be here. So I want you to know that part of loving yourself is acknowledging and telling yourself that, yeah, that happened to me, but I'm not a victim. Okay, write it down. Put it somewhere. Put it on a post-it note. You can choose to not just survive. Seriously, it's your choice. If you're, if you're just going to survive and just live your life like whatever, I'm just, I'm just going to keep wishing that I could do this or that or have a new life or be a new woman or go back to school, whatever it is. Like, guys, your the possibilities for your life is so endless. It's limitless. So you're not meant to just survive. You're not meant to live a life where you're just kind of going through the motions. Sometimes you're okay and sometimes you're really down, you're unhappy, and sometimes, yeah, it's okay. See, you have the choice to define the kind of life that you want to have moving forward. You may have had a really, really messed up childhood. You may have really had some hard, crazy things happen to you. But let me tell you something. You can choose from this moment on moving forward. The beauty of life is that you get to choose what kind of life you want to live. You're not meant to just survive. And I really, truly want you to know that. Why? Because I love you, girl. Okay? You're not meant to just kind of go through the motions. There is more for you. So don't accept the lie that says, this is just who I am. This is just the way my life is. 
girl, your life is meant to shine, okay? Your life is meant to help others. Those big dreams on your heart are there for a reason because there is a bigger purpose for you. And you're like probably thinking, what are you talking about? (laughs) You don't even know my story. You're right. I don't know your story, right? You don't know my story. You only know what I'm telling you. I don't know your story. You're absolutely right. And I would never intent or pretend that like I know, right? Because come on, let's be real. You could you could hear someone say, yeah, I've been through that. And you can kind of maybe connect with them based off the pain that you both have experienced, but you really don't know everything that they felt, everything that they went through. So I'm not sitting here pretending like, yeah, girl, I know everything that you've gone through because I really don't. Your story is your story. My story is my story. But what I want you to know is that you can choose to shift the way you look at things, okay? And even if you think that my story is so messed up that I could never possibly do those things on my heart, I don't even know what they are because, man, my life has been so messed up. I want you to start really thinking now, what is it about my life? that I can change? What's within my control? Do I not like where I live? Well, can I, can I actually change that? Can I move somewhere else? Can I get another job so that I can make more money? Right. There's always a solution is what I'm trying to say. So rather than stay stuck, let's find a solution. So what I want for you to do is take a piece of paper and just write down What do I want out of my life? Where do I want to be next year? What don't I want out of my life? And what could I change that's within my control? Okay, because that's really going to help you begin to see that. And and ask yourself this hard question. Where do I want to be a year from now? It's so important because we don't take the time to ask those questions. And I want you to write another thing down, right? I am the hero of my story. I'm not a victim. You're not a victim, Chica, okay? You really are not. You have the power to moving forward to really decide how do I want my life to be? Because you're not a victim. No matter what anyone spoke over you or said to you, love yourself by becoming the hero of your story. Because the truth is, girl, that you were made for more. You were meant to impact others and leave a legacy. Now, if you're like, Micaela, I don't even know what the hell you just said. Excuse my language. (laughs) If you're like, girl, what are you saying about rewriting lies and all this stuff? Okay. If you need help, if you're like, I just don't know what to do. I need support. I need guidance. I think I need somebody to mentor me. Girl, I would love for you to be part of the Fearless Mujer Mastermind. The Fearless Mujer Mastermind is a place where you will grow and flourish. You'll receive authentic mentorship, and I will walk with you week by week, every step of the way. Okay? Part of The heart of the Fearless Mujer Mastermind is learning to renew your mind, 
revamping the woman you are that's asking those hard questions a little bit deeper. Who do I want to be? You know, what's my story? What do I want to be known for? And then reigniting the woman you are and reigniting the things that have been placed on your heart, the dreams on your heart. And how do you do that? You start to really do the hard work of hard work. Now, this mastermind is not for the mujer who feels like she's got it all together. Um, That's amazing, but that's not for you. (laughs) This is for the mujer who's like, man, I really want to stop feeling like I'm not good enough. I really want to stop feeling like I'm not confident. I really want to be that girl who starts pursuing the dreams on her heart. I don't know how to do that. How do I start to love myself and believe in myself? This is for the mujer who's ready to do the hard work of heart work, of asking those questions of self-discovery, self-reflection. So girl, if you're like Micaela, I've been listening to you for a while and I want to do this. I would love to have you with your permission. I would love to mentor you and guide you. Um, you can go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash mastermind. You can read more about it. And then you can also schedule a cafecito call with me. We'll talk about what's holding you back. We'll see if I'm a good fit to help you. And we'll just go from there. But all of that will be in the show notes for you. So Chica, if you want to talk more about this episode and you're like, I really need help loving myself, DM me on Instagram. I'm at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. Uh, you can also email me, Micaela at fearlessmujer.com, or you can go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. Anyway, Chica, share this episode with your amigas, with your tias, with your besties, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. All right, girl. God bless. Hey, girl. Thanks so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure hanging out with you. If this episode inspired you and empowered you, share it with the women in your life so that they can be empowered too. And could I ask you for a quick favor? It would mean the world to me if you left me a review and subscribed. That way you never miss an episode. And if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. You can also come join the private Facebook group. Fearless Mujeres is a sisterhood and community where you're going to be empowered and inspired. And you'll find the link to that group in the show notes. And girl, let me ask you a quick question. Have you been feeling like you're not walking in your true purpose? If you're looking for guidance and clarity and support, book a free 20-minute clarity call with me. We can focus on the things that are holding you back from really walking and stepping into your God-given purpose. And girl, before you go, if you want to screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram, Facebook, that would be pretty cool. All right, girl, until next time, God bless.